the jowls that ride. Give us your twist on Kid Namath. He's just so jealous of that mustache. Bitch, you can't pull the crown card every time. Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that will come back repentant and humiliated. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Amy Schneider. We are back, cousins. That's right. Repentant and humiliated. Yes. Both of those things. <laughs> so we are covering the crown. That's right. Again, we it's are back. thrilled. We are. Yes. It has been a real embarrassment of riches in terms of deciding what to watch. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we have Peaky Blinders. Yes. We have the crown. Yeah. We're doing the best we can. We are. In terms of getting these recaps out mm-hmm. in this festive season. That's right. So just... Bear with us on the timing. <laughs> yes. We're going to get these out as quickly as possible. Yes. Without losing our dang minds. <laughs> Indeed. So this is The Crown. Yeah. Season two. I was so excited. Yeah. Well, because I got a new TV. Yes. And I was like, you know, setting up my Netflix and everything. Mm-hmm. And of course, this happened on Friday. Right. The right. 8th, the day that The Crown dropped. Yeah. And, you know, it shows the whole preview. And I hadn't really watched the trailers that much. Mm-hmm. I hadn't at all. And I was no, just I guess like, I saw one of them. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> they are all your favorite royals, <laughs> except of course King Lane Price. Although he may be back. Yeah, this show does like its flashbacks. I mean, they certainly have shown photographs of him. Yes, so, so never far from our hearts. That's right. <laughs> you know, the nice thing is I've been too busy to have any expectations of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is, but I mean, that's pretty similar to how we went into it the first time. Yeah. For the first season. We were just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I mean, Claire Foy, sign yeah. us up. That's right. She's a really cute pixie haircut right now. <laughs> so adorable. Yeah. She and Matt Smith were on Top Chef when we were watching it. I'm sorry. Yeah. They were going to be on <laughs> Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, right. which was promoted while we were watching Top Chef. <laughs> yes. And Although I could see that, you know, they're on Top Chef yeah. and like the twist and stall has to be, you know. British. <laughs> yeah. Give us your twist on kidney. <laughs> <laughs> they were not having Andy Cohen. <laughs> yeah. And Andy they Cohen knew it too. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm spinning my gears here. <laughs> yeah. At any rate. That was fun. Let us dive into this episode. Let's. We open with Thunder and Rain. People running, uh, you know, what is it? Thunderbolt and lightning. <laughs> very, very frightening. Lightning me. Galileo. 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 Figaro. Figaro. We don't anyway, have enough yes. people to yeah. do. That. Anyway. <laughs> queen. It's just hard to stop. The oh, queen. yeah. Hey, there you go. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they are, well, there's a boat. Yes. And it's. Parked in Setbull Harbor. Right. And it's the 16th of February, 1957. Indeed. And there have been all of these rumors of a marital crisis. Oh, no. Between Liz and Prince Philip. Rumors which I'm sure are completely unfounded. I agree. I doubt they have ever had a crossword. (laughs) Possibly Uh, a series of them in a car at a shooting match. Uh, Absolutely not. Oh, God. I forgot about that. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Was that a sh- I thought that was at the the horse. Oh, was it at the Yeah, it was at the horse party. <laughs> God. I swear to God if Porchy doesn't come back, I'm going to be pissed. I understand. So mad. Yeah. We're all about Porchy. Liz is on the phone yes. on the boat. The same boat, in right. fact, that we yes. saw in the opening shot. Mm-hmm. 
And she says that the palace press secretary says they've not done enough to dispel the rumors. <laughs> and Philip is just like stone faced. He's like not having yeah. engagement right now. So mm-hmm. she's like, I suggest we lay all our cards on the table and talk frankly about what needs to change to make this marriage work. Yeah, unfortunately, the Royal Sass Act of 1713 prevents royals from speaking frankly. It <laughs> just violates the Constitution. And he asks who should go first, which he then says is a stupid question. Mm-hmm. He always goes second. Yeah. And she says that he is constantly complaining, and that's which, her biggest gripe. Yeah, which, hear, hear. Quit complaining, bro. Yeah. You're rich as shit. Yeah. Calm down. Agree. And he gets angry about all the mustaches bossing him around. <laughs> and we're like, hey, the mustache bit is ours. <laughs> we invented that. <laughs> That's right. Philip is angry that he was sent away for five months. Mm-hmm. And the dynamics of this fight reminded me of the Americans. I don't know if you got that. No, I see what but you're saying, But it's like they're though. locked into this situation that they yeah. can't really get out of. Yeah. And, you know, even if they quote unquote got out of it, like they wouldn't be allowed to divorce. And that's Liz's whole point is like, yeah, divorce is not an option. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. Yeah. And she wants to know what would make it easier for Philip. Right. And he says, oh, so you're asking me to name my price. And I'm like, no, bitch, she's trying to have a conversation with you. Yeah. About a relationship. <laughs> you stupid Nazi git. Right. Anyway, then we flash to five months earlier. Yeah. Isn't it, aren't they named Elizabeth and Philip on the Americans? Oh, my God. Yeah. Those are their American names. Yeah. And they would have been sent over while, you know, yeah. they were young. Right. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Dear sirs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I forget the names of those guys. Yeah. Are they both named Joe? I know that one of them is named something Weisberg. Yeah. Because he's got a brother that writes. I think they're called the J's. Like they oh, unset, yeah. like they're, they both have names that start with J. That sounds right. Anyway, we're not going to yeah, look yeah. into this further. <laughs> <laughs> By God. We're putting our feet down. Yes. Yeah, so we are uh, five months earlier. So we're getting all crazy with the timeline here. Uh, and we see Liz getting all queened up. It's it's the full queen. Oh, what, like it's an episode of Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> I've been podcasting all day. Yes. <laughs> As uh, Mountainbatten is detailing his travel itinerary, which she says he's done before, and she's like, whatever. Liz thanks him for doing the tour. And he says he's actually, now that he's, you know, has to do it, he's really looking forward to it. And they're going to go to the South Pacific and Antarctica. They're all kind of waiting to go into uh, some dinner. It yeah, some dinner. It and he sees that her zipper on the back of her dress is down. And so he tells everybody to turn around. And they all do. Turn like, around, <laughs> bright eyes. I was like, yeah. I mean, what do you complain about your life? You can just be like, hey, everybody, turn around. And they have to do it. Yeah. Like, come on. That's Bonnie pretty tight. Tyler is envious of you, sir. <laughs> and then we see Charty. Yes. He used to be... Bur- was it Birdie? Might have been Birdie. I well, don't know. You know, he's the guy that finally married Edith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's in his new role. I mean, it's a better role now than he was on Downton Abbey. I mean, oh, absolutely. So you know, well, is it? I mean, well, I, mean, I it, guess it was... Edith's booby prize isn't really a great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't awful, but I mean, it was only you know, it was only in the awful seasons. So well, I just feel like he was in the first season so rarely of mm. The Crown. Well, that's that's true. I mean, he true. did have the big arc. Yeah, where, like he thought he was getting the big job, and then he didn't get the big yeah. job. Yeah, I, I guess he loomed larger in our hearts than in the script. 
need that stitched on a pillow. <laughs> anyway, we cut away to Egypt yes. and President Nasser is on the radio and there's a janitor, you know, an Egyptian janitor, mm-hmm. you know, working and he stops working because of this address on the radio. And he's mm-hmm. basically inciting the people against the British and the French. And there's a code word, Ferdinand de Lesseps, who is the guy who built the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. And the anti-colonial forces take over the Suez Canal Company. And I forgot that Matthew Good was coming, but mm-hmm. my note here is that Nasser equals hottest guy on the show. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's making a mustache look good. Yeah. And he's, he's, as our entire irv <laughs> demonstrates, that is exceptionally hard to do. Indeed it is. No, and like the, the Egyptians like are all, you know, these heavily armed soldiers all like go into the Suez Canal Company and there's British people like, I say, what are you doing? And it's like, but they have guns. Yeah, yeah. You're the British Empire. This is not the first time this has <laughs> happened to you guys. This always happens. Yeah. Ah, I say, oh boy. I dare say there'll never be another insurrection against our <laughs> God-given empire. Every time we put down one of these damned rebellions, I'm so glad it'll never happen again. <laughs> it's like when we do the laundry. Exactly. <laughs> so Elizabeth wakes up in Philip's bed. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, he is doing his morning calisthenics, and she says that she's going to miss him and uh, tries to get him to come back to bed. And he says he still has to do star jumps. Which I think are jumping jacks. I think. And she's like, well, you can do them here. <gasps> this almost makes me not hate him. I know. Well, and they're so cute together because their whole staff comes in. And they're like, no, no, get out, everybody. <laughs> This is why the royal family has such a hard time with boundaries. There's just always people walking in. Liz is like writing a letter or something. Yeah. And then Mountbatten takes his car with that friend of his, Mike. Yeah. As a bunch of stuff is being loaded. or It's very unclear. Like, yeah. He's prepping for this trip. Right. But it's unclear what's going on. But yeah. then we get uh, A&E is back. Hey. Sir Anthony Eden. That's right. Played by Jeremy Northam. Mm-hmm. His Mustache is also good. Yes. Yeah, but he's like sickly. Yeah. So it's like he can't be hotter than Nasser. Yeah. He's speaking to a bunch of fucking toffs at Eton. Yeah. About how much has changed since the war or should change. And mainly he thinks that it shouldn't, that Eton should still be where yeah, all the Yeah, because he's people saying, go. oh, you know, you know, we shouldn't be ruled by the toffs. And what I say to all you toffs is tough luck. <laughs> 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 I'm the prime minister. <laughs> so. Somebody go beat a servant. <laughs> Then a bunch of guys show up. You know, they're, like, shown dramatically coming up the stairs to mm-hmm. break the news that, hey, uh, remember that hot guy? <laughs> uh, well, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> remember that canal we used to have? Because uh, we... You weren't going to use that canal for anything, <laughs> were you? Because it is unavailable. <laughs> uh, so we see Liz looking at her video camera and a picture of King Lane Price. King Lane Price! That's right. I love him. Uh, and she tells some guy that she wants to place a gift somewhere where uh, Mountbatten will find it. And he... and I could tell by the way, because like the servant's like, oh, you'd best go now, madam. He's at his lunch club. <laughs> and she's like, oh, the lunch club. And we're like, oh, the lunch club. Yeah. Everybody's upset. As they should be. And But like the way that it's shot of her like going to his briefcase, I'm like, don't read his emails, Liz. <laughs> Yeah, she does. Well, because she pulls out like a book or something. And I was like, yeah, don't open that. That's where he writes down all the whores. He's, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but then, in fact, she does like it's it's pretty incidental. But because he's got this just like it looks like a locket, but it's not closed. That's mm-hmm. just this picture. I mean, I think it's just this 
that's just how pictures were back then. Yeah, they well, I mean, like I lockets, but they weren't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess it was just because it was like round, and not. No, I know. felt the same. Like yeah. I was like, "What yeah. is this?" Yeah. Um, and she looks at it. It's this black and white picture, and I'm like, "I knew it. He's having an affair with a ghost." <laughs> <laughs> she is a ghost ballerina, though. Yeah, that so is true. She's looking very like you know haughty and defiant, mm-hmm. and I got excited. I was like, "Is it Anna Pavlova?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, that was like yeah. a really long time before this. <laughs> she is most certainly dead." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Or real old. Yeah. And definitely not banging the dude <laughs> <laughs> Right. We would have heard about it. Um, yeah. She's then told that A&E needs to speak with her. And she's very distracted. Right. Through this whole thing. Because she's like, oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> How does one tell the Prime Minister the Duke of Edinburgh is fucking a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony Whatever Eden, happened to that tutor of mine? <laughs> where's the provost? <laughs> Annie explains about the seizure of the Suez Canal, and mm. he's like, we've dealt with worse. And I'm like, yeah, remember that time you OD'd on heroin? <laughs> yeah, that was way when worse. When this guy was also giving you guff? <laughs> You're kind of like 0 for 2 with Nasser <laughs> and this show, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we see Mountbatten taking a drink as he and Liz talk about the Suez Canal, and he knows all about it from his contacts at the lunch club. Mm. Um, and he says that they're going to take away the pilots that work the canal and then like mansplains everything about how they're crucial and about how. And then in a perfect example of why we hate him, <laughs> like a servant's like trying to clear the table and he's like, I'm using that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, nobody cares about your dumb demonstration of the Suez Canal. That's right. You know, he says that the, the English aren't seamen. There's no way they could possibly, uh, yeah, well, you know. Seamen. Or the, the Egyptians. Egyptians. Yes, the I Egyptians. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, why'd you read all those Horatio Hornblower <laughs> books for it? They just yes. sit on the land in the boats? They're like, gosh, we sure wish we were a seafaring folk. <laughs> We'll never colonize most of the world. <laughs> that was the first. One man. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was the first volume. Okay. And then, yeah. okay. <laughs> and then one of them invented boats. I don't know. They're <laughs> <laughs> already in the boats. You just didn't know how to pilot them. Right. So, yeah, she just basically, w- like, interrupts them by just getting up and walking away. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah. So then it's, you know, like, the next day, and it's, like, time for him to leave. Mm-hmm. And Mike is there on the airstrip with his wife and his kids. His wife is not thrilled that he's gone. Right. She's like, you're going to sing our daughter's birthday again and, and Christmas says, again. And he, yeah. And he says he's going to call on his daughter's birthday this time. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen the movie Hook. You're and not going to call. And also Mad Men. Like, <laughs> come on, buddy. So, and I'm like, what is his job? Just general tomfoolery as related <laughs> to the Duke of Edinburgh? Like, whatever. Yeah, anyway, his wife's name is Eileen. And as he leaves, he's like, come on, Eileen. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was pretty great. Eileen, spoiler alert, is not going to come on. <laughs> it's like on Sense8 when Jonas introduced himself by saying, my name is Jonas. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding oh you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wachowskis, <laughs> I know you like Weezer. <laughs> I know that you do. Yeah. I can feel it. <laughs> I can sense it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Sense8 at all, so. Yeah, that's fine. I assume that was people will know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We see Liz and Charles and Anne saying goodbye to Mountbatten. And Charles is like, I'm going to be an enormous wanker when I grow up, Daddy. <laughs> Just like I taught you, boy. <laughs> and Anne is like, I'm going to have an unrepentant horse face when I grow up, Daddy. <laughs> Old family tradition. 
It really is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, looking at the royals, like, in these, like, glitzy, tarted up Hollywood versions uh-huh. and seeing the real thing. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. The royal family through the years is like in that episode where Lisa needed braces and you showed the projection. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Liz is like like not super warm in taking her leave. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. I mean, I feel like his attitude should be like, I can't believe it took you this long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mike's like, oh, yeah, that's why marriage sucks. Right, bro? You know what they say? Marriage is an institution. But who wants to be in an institution? Mountbatten finds the note that Liz wrote him, and it says, always remember you have a family. And it's like, I'm like, is that a threat? Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> And I'm like, you know, like, there's no little hearts or smileys or anything <laughs> indicating tone. Right. And I'm like, uh. Like, yeah, it sounds like something, you know, the Godfather would say. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of men shouting on an airstrip and sailors, and I'm thinking that this is, like, part of his tour, but it's just that Russia has sent a bunch of pilots to Egypt. Yeah. Which is, this is a great plan. Yes. Sir, you've done well. Yeah. And some British guy is, conf- oh, it, it's A&E. Mm-hmm. He's watching the news. I'm like, why are you watching the news? Don't you <laughs> right. already know all this stuff? Yeah. Should somebody be telling you? And he's like, can't you see I'm wearing a cardigan? <laughs> he is about as effectual. <laughs> as Cinnamon J. Scudworth of Clone High. That's right. <laughs> and A&E, you know, throws all of his papers and looks at himself in the mirror for some reason. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what's... Go- Did you have a lapse in memory? Like, <laughs> say, old boy, didn't I know you had eaten? Quiet, I'm trying to speak. Quiet, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so we see A&E consulting with, turns out to be Harold Macmillan, Played by good old Thomas Moore, a.k.a. Maester Kyburn. A.k.a. I used to know his real name. Yeah. But we don't anymore. Yeah. This is the least disturbing I've ever seen him look. I disagree. Oh, really? I thought he was less disturbing as Thomas Moore because he's not rocking this mustache. Well, I mean, he's not. That's true. I guess it's Thomas Moore. It was really about the clothes Mm -hmm. more than, yeah. Yeah, his face was fine. Yeah, that's fair. A&E says that they, uh, they must attack... And uh, Kyburn says that there's something about, like, oh, you know, something about your legacy or things like that. He's saying it's good for the country and good for him personally. Right. And this is a chance for him to step out of Winston's long shadow. Right. And I'm like, yes, it was quite long because he wasn't in fact that tall. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, you know, alternatively, I could raise Churchill from the dead with inhuman strength. That would (laughs) make things, you know, up to you. It's a good plan, C. <laughs> Send him after Nasser. <laughs> the jowls that ride. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they agree that they've all know that there's only one proven way to deal with fascists, and uh, but they are going to need UN support to attack Egypt. Well, I'm sure they'll go through all the proper channels. Yeah, people generally do. At Beeham Palace, the kids go to see Liz with some presents for someone. Right. Wow. I mean, you can tell they're very wealthy <laughs> because in my family, you know, one family, one gift. You yeah. Know? That's how we did things. Yeah. Like, if you were lucky. <laughs> they're going to a birthday party and we see, oh, it's at Eileen's. Yeah. And she's hosting a cowboy and Indians party, which is very culturally appropriative. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. Yeah. They got no cowboys in England. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike's not going to call. 
Yeah. The phone rings right. and Eileen picks up and she's like, oh, is that daddy? Should we speak to him? And I'm like, A, no. And B, no. <laughs> right. Just don't do it, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who it wound up being. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just not Mike. Yeah. And, you know, she puts her daughter to bed and she's like, why didn't daddy call? And she's like. Your daddy loves you very much. And I'm like, don't lie to this kid. <laughs> he clearly does not love her. He just loves you less than hookers. <laughs> oh, that's understandable. Good night. <laughs> Eileen sits down and smokes a very stressed out cigarette. Yeah, I always see a phone ring and Margaret picks up. It's Liz and she says that she is unexpectedly free for lunch. And Margaret says that, well, she is in bed. And she's like, I've only just woken up. And Liz is like, it's 1130. And She's like, yeah, it's 11.30. I was out till 4, and I told my servants not to let anybody interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) So Margaret gets her shit together and goes to lunch, and she's talking about all the places that she went. And Liz goes, is it possible that you're still drunk? (laughs) I'm like, hell yeah, Margaret. This is how we do it. (laughs) And Liz then, I don't know why... Margaret ever hangs out with her <laughs> yeah. because all Liz does is say that Margaret needs to be more careful about who she hangs out with right and then you know uh well because she says she needs to be more careful and Margaret's like yeah I need to remember not to mix grape and grain yeah yeah and Liz is like you're drinking more than you used to and Margaret's like oh I can't think why <laughs> <laughs> possibly because you denied me my perfect match yeah and this is like I didn't as your sister, I supported your relationship with Peter. It was the crown. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you can't pull the crown card every time. <laughs> and then, you know, she's saying that he was so much older and, you know, all this stuff. And it would have come back to haunt you. And Margaret hits right back yes. without missing a beat and saying, oh, have Philip's Nazi sisters come back to haunt him? <laughs> or his insane mother or like all these other yeah, things. Yeah, bankrupt father. Yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> And then she asks how he is, and Liz is like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's been gone. <laughs> she says that neither of them is much of a writer of letters, which explains that weird-ass card. Yeah. <laughs> and we find out that Mike is his private secretary. Right. So he does, in fact, have a real job. Yes. And Margaret says that Mike has a bad reputation mm-hmm. because he hangs around with this weird osteopath who arranges little gentlemen's weekends yeah. with actresses. And Liz finishes her sentence, ballerinas. <laughs> yeah. Ghost ballerinas. So there's some guy in a car, and uh, Lord Mountainbatten is bragging on about things, and then is interrupted by the State Minister of Foreign Affairs. Oh my! And this is at his house. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Mister Nutting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> is this a made-up name? <laughs> I, there's no way of knowing anything. They England. got through all these years. <laughs> they were like, no, we shan't change it. We've been nutting for years. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes and he's like, ugh, there's a problem. So he's been the only person in cabinet who's like, uh, hey, guys, what if we don't start a secret war? And yeah. they're all like. <laughs> right. So he's talking with him and Lady Mountbatten comes down mm-hmm. and she says that he's more attracted than Anthony Eden, which is not true. Yeah. BT doves. Yeah. And then Lord Mountbatten wants to know where she's going. And she says that they have an arrangement not to tell. 
Right. So don't go asking questions. And she has all these cutting remarks. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to read. No, I know. And he does too. Like, it yeah. is just like, it is who's afraid of Virginia Woolf type stuff. Mountbatten like, style. Yeah. <laughs> And this is like Philip's good relatives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Nutting thinks that the situation with A&E and Nasser and Egypt is a personal vendetta. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like nothing about the way A&E wants to handle this really makes any sense. He's just so jealous of that mustache. (laughs) (laughs) He's willing to start a war over it. He's showing me up in my own upper lip. (laughs) I can't stiffen it anymore. <laughs> uh, so we see Lord Mountbatten arriving to an early supper with Liz. Uh, and he's, you know, expresses his concern. He says that uh, there's no such thing as a quick and successful war. I think I said Oh, that. you said that. Yeah. Okay. He says that Eden thinks that there's going to be a quick and successful war. Right. When has that ever happened? Yeah. I just can't think of one. Almost never. Yeah. He suggests that Liz read the cabinet minutes minutely. Mm-hmm. And... That she should speak her mind to A&E, and she's like, mm, I think I'm not supposed to, and he's like, yeah, but also maybe the country's about to be destroyed, like, so think yeah. about that. Uh, and then he says that her food was terrible. Um, and she's like, I don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that it's becoming common for having noticed that the food was <laughs> crappy. And uh, yeah, we established that neither one of them has heard from Philip, uh, and she has dinner plan or, or she has theater plans, which she said at the beginning. And it turns out that she is going to see the royal ballet. She's snooping on this lady. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what her real name is. I just called her Lava Cake, <laughs> um, something like that. Yeah. So at Giselle, initially, I'm worried that she is a ghost. <laughs> we're only getting it from Liz's perspective. <laughs> And then we do see a guy behind her lifting up opera glasses, but maybe he's going, what is she looking exactly. at? Exactly. <laughs> but then we get a cut of yeah, like, yeah. The, the people, right. and they're all there. And it's like, is this ballerina giving Liz some eye sass? Because it kind of seems it that way. It kind of seems that way. Yeah. And then whoever's with her, it might be Michael Ledeen might behind be, her. Might be, yeah. And he's like, they want to know if you'd like to meet Lava Cake. And yeah. she's like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't converse with ghosts. <laughs> But anyway, I'd at like home. to order. A ki- I'd like to have her killed, but I suppose there's a ghost that's impossible. <laughs> I'm sure I could arrange something. <laughs> so she at home is like getting undressed and is just absolutely devastated. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why you thought this was a good idea. Like, what were we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I would see A and E on TV talking about how oh we're gonna get a peaceful solution out of all this, and sure it's gonna be great. And Liz is reading her Queen box and you know considering things. And then we see a bunch of tanks rolling over some fences and entering Sinai. And A and E is sleeping as a wire comes in, and Israeli forces have entered Egypt. So A and E goes to see Liz and break the news, which this is a weird thing to me. Like, shouldn't you tell all the people that have jobs to do first? Before you go to, like, I know you got to tell the queen, like, reasonably He soon. might have already done that. I guess so. Um, Do you care about those people? Well, no, I don't. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> You'd be annoyed if he had. That's true. Like, I don't care about that guy. <laughs> More nutting! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Annie wants to send forces in to keep the peace. And Liz is like... So, uh, funny, I said, I, I understood that Israel was not going to do this alone. How because that, of the UN. Yeah. Just like, did you perchance make some kind of deal with them? And he's like, uh. Like, I'm like, 
dude, you had to know somebody was going to ask you this. Yeah. And she's like, did we collude? Yeah. I'm like, I love you, Claire Foy. <laughs> yeah. And he he confirms that, yeah, they had some secret meetings outside Paris, which, again, the budget on this show is insane because there's like a total of like three seconds of footage from these meetings. And they had to do a whole set at this chateau and get vintage cars and people in nice suits and stuff. And, you know, I've been thinking about this because I've read that the Queen and the royal family have watched this show mm. and that they were, you know, I think generally favorable toward Peter Morgan's other work mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. them. And knowing, you know, going into this, all the PR is like, oh, like, you know, Liz and Philip are dealing with infidelity mm-hmm. rumors and all these things. I mean, what we saw right. at the beginning of this. Right. And on the one hand, I'm like, that must be terribly awkward for the royal family. But on the other hand, I guess it's in their best interest for people to feel like they have a point, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to continue existing. Yeah. 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 And so she's like, oh, and uh, does Parliament know about this? Does the UN? And he's like, uh, you know, and then he asks if he has her support. And she says uh, something like, Prime Minister always has the monarch's support. Uh-huh. And it's just like, you and know. she's like, but fuck you. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> right. We get explosions. Oh, dear. Yikes. Airstrikes. <laughs> people running and screaming. Just Christians and Jewish people killing Muslims as usual. Yeah. Pretty standard. And then we see A&E popping pills also as usual. Yeah. So he's he's really doing great. And this I guy. thought maybe he had recovered, but I guess yeah. not so much. Doesn't seem that way. So Liz is getting in bed and first she kneels down to say her prayers. I'm like, what are you, five? I know. And she just like kneels there silently for a few seconds and then says, Amen. And, th- and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you're three. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets in bed and she uh, starts writing in a journal. Her journal? Um, she <laughs> writes her thoughts in it every day. <laughs> Only three people are around to read this journal. Her, herself, and her. <laughs> she stares across into Philip's room. That's, again, their weird arrangement that they have. And goes and stares at his bed and then closes the doors. And uh, that's it. Wow. That was episode one. That's right. And in much less time than usual. Yeah, in fact. (laughs) Which is nice. I do feel like there was a lot of, like, war shots. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot of non-speaking bits to this one. Yeah, like, there was things, there was tanks and, like, all sorts of stuff, so. So, I think, worth mentioning, we're not going to be doing Fashion Backwards and Amy Repeats History in these episodes. We're going to kind of get to the end because this is the Netflix dump and we're trying to get through Yeah, them. yeah. So we'll do that stuff later. Yes. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I it. I do have thoughts about the Suez crisis that I'm eager to I share. I also have so. a lot of questions. Yes. Because I'm like, duh. <laughs> Canal what? Yeah. And I I mean, I, I was reading up on it at the end of last season. Here's, so. Was there a man? <laughs> uh <laughs> There was a man, there was a plan, there was a canal. Okay, great. Uh, Suez. Oh, well, I can see <laughs> yeah. why that, you know, that doesn't work. <laughs> right. Yeah, hence hence the crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it was in palindromic proportions. <laughs> Alrighty then, till next time. Up, Up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs. Luncheon out. <laughs>